Oklahoma State baseball struggles as of late, while softball drops to number three in the nation in the top 25 polls. I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And if you got a second, maybe drop us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts here and share it with a Pokes fan. Taking a look at the baseball team who is set to take on a tough matchup against West Virginia. They are at home, thank goodness, as uh, they would hate to go on the road with the way they're playing right now. Hopefully can rally with a nice uh, little home series against the Mountaineers. But looking at this team who has lost four of their last five going back to uh, a loss against Wichita State last week, they were riding high. They took two of three, won the series against Texas at home, but then would lose at home to Wichita State last Tuesday. And uh, that was a, not a close game, 13-6 to loss in which uh, Wichita State really controlled that from the start. They would take the first one in Fort Worth against TCU, but would ultimately lose the series and have now lost three straight. They lose 7-3 to in Game 2 against TCU, 12-5 against TCU in Game three and then an 8-5 loss in which they blew a three-run lead against Oral Roberts. So looking at the Cowboys moving forward, currently setting at 7-5 in conference play, which has them third in the conference behind Texas and TCU. Texas 6-3, TCU 7-5. Oklahoma State though 5-1 in conference play at home and they are 23-11 and 11 on the season, but they have lost three in a row and four of their last five. And the Mountaineers come to town, and they're hoping to bounce back as well. West Virginia has also struggled as of late. They'll come in 23-10. and 10. They are currently in the middle of the pack in the Big 12. They are 3-3 three and three in conference play, uh, but they are 2-1 and one on the road against Big 12 opponents as they come into this one struggling themselves as they have lost three of their last four games. They lost the series at home against Kansas, 3-5, 7-10, would win game 3, 12-3, and then lost the midweek matchup to Penn State, 11-6. That was in Pennsylvania. So now they'll travel a long road trip coming down to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. West Virginia also fell outside of the top 25. Oklahoma State still holds on to a top 25 spot, but again have struggled a bit. And uh, looking at the kind of preview for Big 12 baseball this weekend, we're on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Derek Duke has a write-up previewing this weekend's matchups and looking at the matchup for Oklahoma State, he says that if you can only watch one Big 12 baseball series this weekend, then the Oklahoma State-West Virginia matchup is the one. Oklahoma State 18th in the country. West Virginia again falling outside of the top 25. Uh, Both teams have struggled as of late, uh, both having tough series losses where West Virginia lost to KU and Oklahoma State lost to TCU. Uh, The Mountaineers have struggled on the mound. Actually, both teams have kind of struggled on the mound. In those games that West Virginia lost, they gave up uh, a combined 26 runs. And then looking at the four games that Oklahoma State has lost, four of their last five, they have given up a combined 40 runs across that stretch. So pitching has been an issue for both these teams. Uh, The Cowboys are 
banged up a bit as Nolan McLean, who is one of two of their best pitchers on the staff, hurt Juwan Watts-Brown, though still healthy. And then the offense has not been bad for Oklahoma State. Uh, there's several guys on that team, Carson Binge, Nolan Schubert, Rock Riggio, Chase Atkinson, uh, that are a power part of that lineup. But pitching has been a big deal against Oklahoma State. Like I said, they blew a three-run lead to ORU, a game they lost in the eighth inning. They were up 5-2. to two. Uh, ORU actually got things started, taking a 1-0 lead in the fourth. Oklahoma State would answer in the bottom of the fourth, taking a 2-1 lead. ORU would tie things up in the fifth, 2-2. Then Oklahoma State would retake the lead, 5-2 with a big seventh, and then answering right back with a six-run eighth inning for the Golden Eagles, they would win 8-5. to five. Getting the loss for Oklahoma State in that one was Gabe Davis. Only went two-thirds innings. He gave up all six runs. Oklahoma State could not claw back in the eighth and ninth inning to try to get back into this one and uh, head into the West Virginia series losing their last three games. So both teams trying to right the ship, both teams trying to sort some things out uh, in the Big 12 when it comes to the Big 12 standings. And right now Oklahoma State has tiebreakers over Texas, so if they can kind of even things up a little bit. But TCU on the flip side has the tiebreakers on the Cowboys and both those teams kind of setting above Oklahoma State in the Big 12 standings. Looking at kind of the schedule moving forward, as after this West Virginia series, they have a one-game Bedlam matchup in O'Brate coming up next Tuesday, then a three-game series against KU, another game against Wichita State before they go out of conference for a three-game series against Michigan, and then ORU coming up uh, the first game of May. So looking through the rest of the month of April, is there still a lot of baseball to be played? You have four Big 12 matchup, seven total when you look at the West Virginia series, and then four games outside of the conference, Wichita State in a three-game series against Michigan to wrap up the end of April. And looking at your opponents and the fact that you're in Stillwater for the West Virginia series and against OU, you're in Stillwater for the game against Wichita State, you can only really drop about two or three of those games to kind of keep yourself in that hunt for hosting a regional and being in a good spot in the Big 12 to kind of fight through the rest of the month of May and set yourselves up for a good spot in the tournament going through and kind of push yourself for a World Series. The offense is clear, clearly talented enough to have an opportunity to play in the College World Series. It's the pitching, and we've talked about that week in and week out as I've been focusing more on baseball in these podcasts, that the pitching continues to struggle. And with the injuries now uh, that they're having to deal with, to Stebbins, uh, you're going to see you know, some things get a little rocky for the Cowboys. Uh, Stebbins' ERA is now at 278. Jawan Watts-Brown has pushed his ERA up above 3, now a 3-3-0. Uh, but the strikeouts numbers continue to rise for Jawan Watts-Brown. And they have the talent with those two, if they're healthy, to win a three-game series. The problem is, if those guys get spent early, the bullpen is 
in parts have struggled. Nolan McLean has been very good in relief, but he hasn't played uh, too many games uh, this season, 13 innings pitched. Uh, outside of that, some of the guys that have seen, uh, you know, up above 20 innings of relief or 15 innings of relief, you got guys with a 509 ERA, a 551 ERA, 593 ERA, guys that are just getting beat up. Uh, Gabe Davis, who got the loss in the last matchup, his ERA is now up to a 10-6-6 and 12 and a two-thirds innings pitch. So it's the bullpen that if guys like Stebbins and guys like Juwan Watts-Brown, if they can't go deep into games, that bullpen's getting beat up and the offense is having to answer. And they have the offensive firepower to do that, but the bats aren't always going to be on fire. They're not always going to be clicking. You know, they're going to have off nights. It's just how baseball works. Um, But right now, Carson Binge kind of leads the way with a .38 average. Multiple guys have uh, high home run totals. Nolan Schubert has eight. Rock Riggio leads the team with ten. McLean has eight. And Mindham has nine. So the pop is certainly there. Schubert leads the team with 34 RBIs. Riggio has 31 RBIs himself. 28 coming from Mindham. McLean with 25. Carson Bench has 25 himself. So the pop is there. The ability to score runs is there. But the Cowboys pitching-wise... If uh, they cannot clean some things up mechanically and get late into innings and really save that bullpen so you don't have to spend a bunch of arms in a three-game series, because you got to think, you know, if a guy goes one inning or two innings in, a, in relief in one of those games, he's probably not going to be used at all during the rest of the series. That's just kind of how those guys' arms work, uh, unless they're more of a long reliever. So... Really, those top echelon guys need to push themselves into the deeper parts of ball games, so the bullpen doesn't feel the pressure to come in, work a lot of innings, and then be spent for the rest of the series. And the offense doesn't feel as much pressure to try to perform because they know uh, defensively or on the pitching side of things, uh, they're going to struggle a little bit. So looking at Oklahoma State the rest of the way, The month of April, once you get past West Virginia, looks to be a pretty good spot to really improve your record. After that, it gets a little tougher as you work your way through the rest of the season. And then you end the year with a Bedlam series to wrap up the regular season. So the team really needs to finish the month of April strong, carry that in to the month of May and come out strong heading into the Big 12 tournament and into uh, hopefully the regional and further on from that and make it into the College World Series because unlike the Major League Baseball where you there's a 162-game season, you can slump for a bit and be fine. You cannot do that in college baseball. There's just not enough time at this point of the year. If you get yourselves into a middle of the season slump, you're going to find yourself setting at home when it comes time to postseason play. So they need to figure it out moving forward. Switching things up to softball, I mentioned they fell one spot. They're now number three in the nation. Uh, They set currently where they currently are in losses. 37-3, and number three in the top 25. And they have a uh, kind of tune-up match coming up this weekend against Iowa State before they have a fun little four-game set next week. Tuesday, they take on Wichita State at home at Cowgirl Stadium. And then the fun one. They travel to Texas 
to take on the Longhorns in Austin, a three-game series against the Texas team that was a runner-up in the College World Series last year, losing to OU. They've been in the top 25 all season long. They're one of the best teams in the Big 12. They're 34-8-1. and Their only three losses in Big 12 play came to OU, and they lost all three of those games against number one OU earlier in the month of April, actually the end of March and early April. They uh, have three wins against Iowa State, and they beat Texas State. They have a three-game series coming up with Kansas this weekend, and then they will head into that matchup at home against Oklahoma State. But before we can get to the Texas matchup, got to focus on Iowa State. Iowa State, it's been a rough season for the Cyclones softball team. They are 13-23. and They have lost uh, multiple games down this last stretch. They're coming off a win, but prior to that, they had lost six games in a row. Uh, But they are coming off an 8-1 win at home against South Dakota State, but they will travel to Stillwater to take on the Cowgirls in this softball matchup. And Oklahoma State, uh, despite falling to three, that loss to Wichita State was a big part of that. They, they didn't look great bouncing back from that loss against Wichita State. They did win, but they gave up five runs to KU in that first game in Lawrence. They did look like they struggled a little bit. Uh, and But then after that, they win 5-1 on Friday. They win 7-0 on Saturday. They beat Tulsa 9-1 in six innings. And then a 6-0 shutout against UT Arlington. Outside of really one game this season which was the Wichita State game, the pitching staff has looked just next level. Uh, About at this point, every pitcher, Acock, Maxwell, and Kilfoyle, have had bad games. But those three players just have looked so impressive. And then you actually had Acock coming off her worst performance of the season against Wichita State, bouncing back and getting a shutout, uh, not allowing any runs against KU in that matchup, against the pesky KU team that took one from Baylor uh, earlier this season. So now you're looking at this Iowa State team as Oklahoma State prepares for the rest of their season, and this is how it kind of is shaping out. You have the three-game series against Iowa State, then you get that rematch against Wichita State at home, and then you head to Texas. That's the one that everyone has circled. Uh, And then Texas Tech, North Texas, and then OU. So you end the, the month of April against the Red Raiders in Lubbock, then North Texas for one game, and then the fun one, the really fun one, uh, that hopefully is two versus one as Oklahoma State, if they perform well, especially if they sweep Texas, don't drop any games heading into that OU series, that will be two versus one. And I think even if you were to lose one to Texas, that you probably could still, no other losses besides a one one loss to Texas, you still would find yourself at two. And that is one versus two to end this regular season in the month of May against OU. And that is in Stillwater. And Oklahoma State has every tool to beat OU in a three-game series at home. The question is if they face off in the Big 12 championship and if they have to face each other along the way in a path to the Women's College World Series. The Oklahoma State Cowgirls softball team has every possibility of winning the College World Series. In my mind, and I'm a little biased, they're my favorite 
to win the College World Series. I just think they have the combination of three solid pitchers led by one of the best pitchers in the nation in Kelly Maxwell and an offense that can score runs at will. Even if they start slow, they can blow up out of nowhere. We've seen them do that time and time again this season where they've got off to a slow start and then the next thing you know, they're run ruling a team because they scored nine runs in the fifth or sixth inning. So offensively, they have what it takes. Pitching-wise, they have what it takes. They're led by one of the best coaches in the, in the nation in Kenny Gajewski. And so this Cowgirl team absolutely can win the whole thing. Last year, we should have had an OU-OSU College World Series. They were the better team against Texas. Texas was just the more experienced team, and they got tripped up last year. This team, this year for Oklahoma State, much more experienced, great veteran leadership when you're looking at Rachel Becker, Kylie Naomi, Lexi Kilfoyle, and Kelly Maxwell, and then a lot of other really great contributing members around that. Uh, Michaela Work, Cheyenne Factor, uh, Talon Edwards, Caitlin Carwile, Morgan Wynn, Megan Bloodworth. Then you've got studs that are young and talented. The freshman pitcher in Kyra Acock. So Oklahoma State, the Cowgirls, all the possibility in the world, and in my opinion, are the team to beat. And, of course, everyone is going to say OU, and rightfully so. They deserve that. They've been one of the most dominant softball programs in recent history. They have been dominant this year. They're the defending champs. They have the best coach in the nation, sure. But Goliath falls every once and again, and sometimes David... Cough, cough, the little brother, as people like to call Oklahoma State, can come in and shock the world with a big victory. And I think that is what they did. No one thought Oklahoma State could beat them in the Big 12 tournament last year, and they did. And, you know, there are OU fans that tell me that was the wake-up call that OU needed to eventually go on and win the College World Series. So I like Oklahoma State. The Cowgirls can 100% win this whole thing, and I am behind them to do that. This has been the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. And, of course, if you got the time, it's free. Just slide us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts at. Send it to your friends. Share it with your family. Give it, uh, you see someone random in the street that is wearing Oklahoma State gear, say, hey, you should listen to the Pokes Podcast. Heck, send it to an OU fan. Send it to a Texas fan. Share the love.